0: We're learning Dahid Has and Aleph, and we're beginning at the bottom of Yodinamid, right at the end of the line. The Gemara here is going through the Yidchas Brachus Alisader. So we're up to the bracha of Bon Yerushalayim. So Gemara says right at the end of the last line. The cave and Shinivnis once Yerushalayim is rebuilt, but David, so David Malach will come. Sha'emalek it says, Acha Yeshuhu bin A Yisrael afterwards, Clay Yisrael will return who Vikhuas Ashemalaim and they will seek out Hashem their God because David Malcolm and David their Malach. So that's the bracha of Est Semach David that comes after Bani Yerushalayim. We came into David, and after David comes, then there will be Masha explains that David the Melech will build the base of Mikdash, and the first thing that will happen in the base of Mikdash is Tvila. Like Shlomo Melech, when he built the base of Mikdash, he first was misfallal before he began to do the Avaydah. So since David the Melech comes, then it will then come afterwards. That's the brach of Shemaya Tevila. Like it says, I'll bring him to the holy mountain, to the mountain of Harabayas in the house of my tefillah, the first thing that happens is tefillah. The kevot shabbos tefillah. Once tefillah comes, shavido, the avida follows. Like it says in the continuation of the Vasak, all the same the carbon olah, the carbon shlamim will be liratzon l'mizbechi, will be wanted, will be desired by Hashem on my mizbeach. That's the bracha of ritzay. The kevot shabbos After the avida comes, the comes, then it comes thanks. Recognizing Hashem, the bracha of modim. like I said, zoveach, toda, yechavdanani. the one who brings the carbon, with toda, with thanks, with recognition, he will give me honor. So, after he's zoveach, he's misvada, so after the bracha of av- avoda, comes the bracha of av- hoda, of modim. And why do they see fit to say the birkhas kayanim after Odah? After birchas hoda, we have birchas You because it says, Aaron raised up his hands to the people, and he benched them. That's birchas kainim. But achatas and then he went down from bringing the Karmel chatas and the olah and the shlamim. Now, in this passage, it sounds like Aaron is benching them, and then it talks about the chatas and the Ola and the shlamim. So, ain't we coding avodah? So, shouldn't I say birchas before avodah? Why do we say birchas ka'anim after Avodah? No, No, don't think that you should say birchas ka'anim before Avodah. Because it says in the Pasuk, it says he benched them and he went down from being Mach of the katas. Does it say he went down la'asos to go ahead and do, to be Mach of the No, me'asos from already having done the karbanos So the implication is that when he benched them, he had already been mak of the karbanos. So the karbanos come before Avodah. All right. So then let's say Birchaskanim right after the Avodah. Why do we interrupt between the Avodah and the Karbanos with Hodah? Right? First we say that's Avodah. Then we said, you say Modim. And then we're saying Birchaskanim. Why don't we have Avodah and then Birchaskanim? No, No, I don't think that we should have the Birchaskanim right after Avodah. You see, because it says Oveach toda, It says you have to have zoveach, and then you have to have Todah. You have to have the Bracha of Modim after the Bracha of Avodah. Why? What do you see to rely on that pasuk that you have to have and Toda? Let's rely on the other pasuk that says that right after the avod of the kabatos, kin brich has The question is no, it's mistavra that we should go with the pasuk of zovech Toda because avod avodah, because, avodah, and udda are one and the same. Rashi says thanking Hashem, being grateful to Hashem, recognizing Hashem's goodness is in itself an avoda. So avoda and todah to go together. So we have Ritzei, that's the Bracha then we have Modim, that's Hoda, and then we have B'chaskanim. And what's the last Bracha? Simshalom. Umar Simshalom So why do they see fit to end the Shemanesh, the Bracha after B'chaskanim to be Simshalom? You see because it says in the passage, the passage, should place my name over the B'nei Yisrael with their Bracha, and then I will bless them. What's the what's that? What's the bracha of a kaddish What's the blessing of a kaddish baruch <speaking in> hu? <Hebrew> shalom. Hashem yivareches amu b'shalom. benches his people with shalom. So the last bracha is shalom. So that's the eighteen brachas aleh seder. Correct gemara. Vehimi acher demayavasim zakenim umi amkamen avim tikkun tefila al asader Since we saw that one hundred and twenty zakenim and among them there were some avim. They were in the tevilah, the 18 brachos al-Seder. So Shimon HaPakuli, my history, what did Shimon HaPakuli do? We began by saying that Shimon HaPakuli arranged the brachos in front of Rebun Gamliel. But it says that there was 120 zikenim and it says that there was some Nevi'im that already had done that before. So what did Shimon HaPakuli actually do when he was Masada before Rebun Gamliel? The Gemara says shakum, after the 120 zikenim and the Nevi'im, were attacking seder, it was forgotten because and then Shiminkula came along, and he went went again and, uh, and rearranged them and reminded everybody. The Banish explains that what it means is they forgot maybe the, not the order. It's unlikely they forgot the order because how could they forget they've been davening all along. It means that they forgot maybe the reasons that the Gemara said, why and, uh, and other things. and that was what he was misunderder again. All right, so that's the Shemunah Esrei. Mikanva Ela says but from here on, more than what's written in the Shemunah Esrei, you have specifically he's referring to the Shvachim you have in the first Bracha, Hagadol, That's in the Nusach Shemunah Esrei. Those are praises of a Baruch Hu that we will say. But from there on, more than that, aser the Saper Brachas Shalakaddish It's aser to speak the praises of a Baruch Hu. You're not says it means in the Shemunah Esrei, in the Brachas, to add in other Brachas. A person wants to, on his own, just to thank Hashem, praise Hashem. Okay, that could be okay. But in the nusach of the Shemeshrei, or in al racha you're not allowed to add in why. The Bilazer, my deceive. What does it mean? to test in the Pasuk, "Mi'am G'ru'as Hashem, who will speak the greatness of Hashem, Yeshmi'akotilas, who will make heard all of his praises. What does the Pasuk mean? It means, to who is it befitting to speak the praises, of the greatness of Hashem? L'mishiyacholashmi'akotilas, only to the person who could make heard all of his praises. Meaning a person who can actually say all the praises of Hashem, he's worthy of saying Hashem's praises. And says, Rashi, that's nobody. Nobody can be mashmiah kol and Nobody can praise Hashem all of his praises. It's beyond our comprehension. And therefore, what the Pasuk is saying is, a person really should not be memalog Hashem. And that's the idea. Whatever the Antichoknesus HaGadolah put into the Nusukh of the Shemana with Ruch HaKodesh, with Nivua, so we have that. But anything above and beyond that, it's inappropriate. Similarly, a person who speaks the praises of a Kodesh Baruchu too much, he's not rooted from the world. Like it says in the Passock, the way the Gemara is reading this Pasuk is, can it be spoken about Hashem that I should try and speak? Meaning, can I speak all the praises? And if I could, then it would be worthwhile trying. But it can't be spoken, so why should I try? Imam if a person says he tries to. Praise Hashem, Kivul, who will be swallowed up. It's futile. Dar Shabihuda, Ishkvar Giburai, Yehuda, from the village of Giburaya. <coughs> Others say he was Ishkvar Giburaiya, from the village of Giburaiya. He said, Midas, what does it mean in the Passock? It says, To you, silence is a praise. It means that some of the Kula, the greatest potion of all, is Mashtuka's silence. In other words, a praise of Hashem, that's a wonderful thing. But the greatest praise of all is the silence. That comes from the recognition that we really can't even begin to praise Hashem. That silence is so much more of a praise. Similarly, when Hashem came, he said, they say, Mila is worth a salah. You'd pray a salah for a word of praise of Hashem, but mashtuka, but a silence, the recognition that we really don't have the words to thank Hashem, but praying, that's worth two slang. So that you should pay two slang for. So the Gemara goes on, the Mishnah says, If you read the Megillah, you're not Yaiti. I mean, how do we know this? How do we know that the Megillah has to be read from a cloth? Amra, says, Ask is Zechir, Zechir, we learn the Zechir, Zechir. It says here in the Megillah, the days of Purim are Nizkarn. What does Nizkarn mean? Remember, where are you mentioning it from? Where are you getting it from? It says there in the Torah, write this, Zechir, as a memory, but safer in the Safer Torah, so, the parish of Amalek is written in the Torah. What does it mean? alam be Sefer, just like there, it means that it should be written in the Sefer. Afkansa so here too, when it says nizkarim, it means be Sefer. So, the only thing is, it has to be written in the Sefer, but is zechira kubiyahi. But how do I know that the zechira from the Sefer is by reading it with your mouth? you Maybe it's just looking at it with your eyes. In other words, yes, halyamimele nizkarim means you have to remember it from the Sefer. But maybe you remember it by reading it in the safe with your eyes. People read a book. They don't read the words out loud necessarily. No, You That you shouldn't think. It's tiny because it says in the Brayse, uh, Zachar. In Parashat Zachar it says, Zachar. Is what does it mean, Zachar? So you would think Zachar means to remember it in your heart. Just to think about it. When it says at the end, that's talking about the shikha of the heart. That means don't forget it from your heart. Hamani So what does it mean, Zachar? Two different things. Zachar is so Zachar means you have to remember with your mouth you have to say it. And we learned that it's got to be written down in the Sefer. Zikarim B'Sefer. So in Parashas Amalek, there's a mitzvah to remember with your mouth what it says in the Sefer. That's the Makar of reading Parashas Zachar. And, and similarly, when it says Hayam Karim, it means to remember the the, the whole for Purim from the Megillah, from where it's written in the Megillah. It says, if you read the Megillah in Lashon of Targum, you're not yet So what's the case? You're reading it in Targum. Hey, Chidami, what's the case? If the case is where it's written in Lashon of Mikra, meaning you have a proper Megillah written in Lashon of but Karila Targum, he's reading it in the Lashon of Targum. So, but that's like, you're reading it out bad. You're not reading the words. You're looking at the words that are written in Lashon of and you're translating it in your mind, into Targum. So that's reading it Baal The Mishnah already began by saying that you have to read it in the Megillah. You can't read it Baal So it's redundant. Sigmar says, "Lo, no, no, no. This is a necessary chedesh. This means something else. targum. This means it's actually written in the of Targum. The Kari Targum, you're reading it in the Lashen of Targum that it's written in. So it's not Baal And the Mishnah says, you're not Yotza. It has to be written in and Mikra and read in Lashen Mikra. It cannot be written and read in Lashen Targum. But then the Mishnah goes on to say, But you could read the Megillah in a foreign language to people who speak that foreign language. So what does that mean? But didn't he just say, We said before that if you did it in Targum, you're not the Mishnah also said, if you read it in another language, you're not Yaitzeh. So the Mishnah says, you cannot read it in Targum, you cannot read it Bukhalashen, but you could read it to Loyaz Hizboaz. Isn't that a stira? So Rav and Shemuel, they both say, when the Mishnah says that you could read it in a foreign language to a foreigner, it means in the in Greek. In that language, you can read it to the people. That's okay. So, the first of all, wants to know what's the case of you reading it in Greek. If it means is written in Asher, meaning it's written in Lashana Kaidish, Vakari and you're reading it, you're translating it in your mind to Greek. That's called Alpeh, I couldn't mean that. So, Amr Bachel, right. It means it's actually written in In Lazivani, it's written in that language, and you're reading it in that language, that's okay. For some reason, reading it and writing it in Lazivani is better than writing it and reading it in uh, the lesson of Targum. Now, before we get back to this, the Gemara interrupts with something else that Ravacha Omer Abilazar said. How do we know that Ravacha Omer called Yaakov El? Ravacha Omer called Yaakov El? You know, like it says, Vayikra Lo El who called him El Elokei Yisrael, who called Yaakov El. Because what do you think, how else could you read that prosach? The prosach there is Yaakov built the Mizbeach, and then it says these words Elokei You could read it, that maybe the Mizbeach Karele Yaakov Kel. Maybe it means that Yaakov called the Mizbeach Kel. He referred to the Mizbeach as Hashem, the God of Israel. But that's what it means, and it should say Yaakov. It should say that Yaakov called the Mizbeach Kel El Elokei Yisrael. So therefore it Rather must mean but you that he called him who's him? Yaakov to Yaakov. He called him el. Umi el. Who called Yaakov El? the god of Israel, called Yaakov Ale. Now back to our Sukya. We said that you can read it and Balaz and will explained that it means that if the Megillah is written in Las it could be read. Mesivatagimara says in the Brisa, Kara, if you read a Megillah in Giftis. It's a language, or Ivris is a language, or illness or Madis, or Yivanis. you're not Yotze. It says explicitly in this so that if you read the Miguel in Yivanis, you're not Yotze. So how could the Mishnah say, according to the Rav and Shmuel, that if you read it without Yivanis, you're Yotze? So it says, how low down the Mishnah that says Yotze is not like this brisa that says you're not Yotze? A lot of the Mishnah says Yotze is like another so that says Giftis. If you read it in Giftis, le Giftim, to people who speak that language. If you read it in Ivris, le Ivrim. People who speak that language, you read it in Illumin or in Ivanis, you're outside. That's what the mission means to say you can read it in Lazivanis to people who speak Ivani. The Braisa says you can't read it in is that's to people who don't speak that language. But just a minute. If the mission is like the second Braisa, it says you can read it to people in their language. So, why do they make the mission of Lazivanis specifically? Look, it can be any language, right? The second Braisa holds that you can read it to any foreigner in the foreign language that they they speak. So that's not what Rabban Shmuel are saying if they said specifically Yavanis. So rather, the Mishnah The Mishnah that says that you can read it that means like the Yavanis said. Right? The Mishnah said you can read it to a foreigner in his foreign language like the second Yavanis. He said, that's all good. That's the Pshat in the Mishnah. What were they referring to when they said Yavanis? But I'll when they were talking in general. Nothing to do with our Mishnah. Our Mishnah holds that you can read the Megillah in a foreign language to a foreigner who speaks that language. Ravin Shemuel said something else. Ravin Shemul, say the La Zivani Greek, that's okay for everybody. You can read the Megillah in Greek to anybody. What do you mean, But doesn't the Bhrise say Yvan is only the Yavanim? Doesn't it sound like L'Ivanim in and look but not to anybody else? Sigmar says yes. That's what the Brahza holds. And that's what the Mishnah holds. But who? But Ravin they hold the Umr Kravishem Ben Gamliel. They're saying like Ben Gamliel, who argues in the Mishnah. It's not. He says it in the Mishnah before. We saw this before, and Daphaz, Ramashwhamlil Omer, Ach Sfarim, even the other Sfarim, like Nvim and Sufim, Lohi Timushi Kassu, you're not allowed to write them in other languages, except for Yavanis. And according to Ben Gamliel, you're allowed to write all the Sfarma of Tanakh, either in Lashana Khadish or in Yavanis, you can also read them in Lashana Khadish or in Yavanis. That's what Avishman was saying. The Mishnah says that you can read it to a foreigner in his language, and they say something else that you can read it to anybody in the US. So if that's what they're holding, let them say Why do they have to just pass in the al-lokha? Say the and we know what they mean. No. The army, if they would say I mean I might have thought, sharsram. That's true of Shah Swarm. Right? Yeshua, Shoftim, Shmu, all those farm could be written in Megillah, but maybe Megillah not. The it says over there, The word the way it's written, meaning maybe that means it has to be maybe you can't write it and read it in Yevanis. So they said no. Even Megillas Esther, according to and Gamil, could be written and read in Yevanis. The Mishnah says that a foreigner, a person who speaks a foreign language, hears the Megillah in Ashuris. Is that Say. The Khari has know what it means. is bothered. He doesn't know what they're saying. How could it be out the Megillah? He says, What do you mean? He's like, he's like women. he's like women. Bah is like Amirat's ignorant people. They don't speak Lashana And they ended they're they are in the midst of Megillah, apparently even without understanding. Now I'm asking for Ravina Ravina says a question. What what do we, the Tamir Chachamim, Understand everything? Yeah. The words in the Megillah, yeah. Do we know what those words mean? We don't know what those words mean. So why are you saying that uh, that women and Amiratsa the say? It's a we are say. How does it work? We don't understand all the words. it's got to be that there's a mitzvah of Kuyasa Megillah. Somebody has to read the Megillah and we have to hear him reading the Megillah. And that's fine. We hear all the words. And then besides that, there's a mitzvah of Kuyasa You have to know the story. And Be'erech. You have to know approximately the story, and that's good enough. Hachanami, so here too, the person who speaks the strange language hears the in Lashon Hakadosh. Well, he hears the Miguel, that's mixes kriya, and there's pizum einisa because he knows the story, so it's good enough. You don't have to know all the literal translation of all of the words. Then the Mishnah says, If you read the Megillah, "Sirugin," you're not You If you read the Megillah, "Sirugin," you're yaitz. What does it mean? Well, Avyady Ravanan my Sirugin. So the Ravana did not know what the word Sirugin means. One time, Shemuel, Amasa the Be'ervi, they overheard the maidservant of the Be'ervi's house, the Kamalahu, the she was telling the Rabbanan to have O'aili Paski Paski who are coming in, in uh, intermittently. You know, A couple of them came in, and then a few minutes later another couple came in, and they're coming in Lebe Rebbe, to the Be'ervi to Beis Madash, and she said to them, Ad at atem at Sirugin Sirugin, until one, you're going to continue coming in Sirugin Sirugin. So Sirugin means, like intermittently, so it means you read a few bzuchim, and then you stop. And then a little while later, you read another people him, that's what it means. Didn't know, what does it mean? It's not related to our suge, but there's a lot of things that the bundle didn't know what they meant, and they picked up them what they meant from the Amasadvi Rabi from other people. So they didn't know what the word chaluglugois is. It's a kind of a vegetable. So they heard the mason and the Rabbi saying to Amr she said to a certain person, that will come who was scattering par-pichani. So they knew what that was. I don't know what that is. And he said to him, "Admasi, he said to me, 'Fazer chaluglugacha.' Until when you're going to continue scattering your chaluglugot?" <laughs> so they knew that chaluglugim <laughs> are harbichani. Lo'av yadiru, the rabbanan didn't know my salsoleha usteremimekah. It says about the tirah salsoleha <laughs> usteremimekah, and it will raise you up. What does it mean, salsoleha? <laughs>? They didn't know what it means. You mean the salsoleh and it will raise you up? One time, Shemuel the Masan to rabbi, they overheard the maidservant <laughs> of the rabbi, the Hava's Amrul Arubgarish, he was saying to a certain person that a mahabechumazi who was curling his hair, he was twirling his hair. Armali she said to him, Admas it a So when are you gonna continue curling your hair, twirling your hair? They understood that's what it means. Take the Tarah, spin it around, turn it, look at it from every angle, ha fachba ba fahva, and then and then the Tarah will raise you up. Well have Yadribban Rabana didn't know, my Hashley Halashem Yah, what does it mean? Hashley Khalashem Yaqwah, cast onto Hashem, your load, throw onto Hashem your load. They didn't know what that meant. Umar Rav Rachana said, Zimna one time have was going together with a certain tie a certain uh, usually it's an Arab uh, you know, a Bedouin, uh wanderer, Vakadirina Tun, and I was carrying a heavy load of Armalian. He said, take your load, and throw it on top of my camel. So you have throw onto a your load, your burden. Hashem will carry it for you. The didn't know. My, what does it mean? What do those words mean? They heard the Amasa, the maidservant, the Rabbi that I was Amar the Chavat. She was telling her friend to take the broom, and sweep out the house. They understood the Pasuk means that I will sweep out with the sweeping broom of Hashmed of Shmad. That's what it means to sweep out.